Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Text messages from this key Rust crew member about shooting live rounds from a prop gun. It's a serious mistake. Always ends in tears, he tells her. Good to know. I'm still going to shoot mine, though, she replies. Apparently, Gutierrez-Reed wanted to know how the vintage weapon worked. She was going to shoot it offset, her lawyer told CNN. But Seth said don't do it. So she didn't. So there was a conversation about whether or not to put live rounds in that gun and, and, and try it out or something? And that's either the prop master or the uh, armorer who deals with the weapons on the set. Yeah, they will. Okay. What the hell and are there's we... There's your smoking gun, pardon the expression. What the hell are we talking about? We're talking about the fatal shooting at the filming of Rust, a movie that I don't know if we'll ever see, in which Alec Baldwin shot and killed a woman accidentally, cinematographer... Uh, Hutchins, uh, who died there. So the person that was in charge of the guns doesn't sound like they were super up on the guns. <laughs> no, that's been part of the story from the beginning. She's right. like the daughter of a famous guy who's good at it, but she was not, allegedly. So let's hear 31. This is a little of body cam footage, which I then want to talk about and read some quotes from because it's kind of interesting. This is just the, well, we'll talk about it after you play. Go ahead, Michael. There was uh, several text messages and emails in reference to the use of possible um, live rounds on a different movie set. There's a degree of neglect. Whether that degree reaches a criminal level, that'll be up to the district attorney to uh, to determine. I misunderstood. That's clearly not body cam footage. Um, but that has been coming out, and I find that... I, figure I, I feel like we've got to come up with an answer on that, because I understand the need for transparency and all that, but it... 
it only really seems to apply outside of when there's a question of whether or not the cops did something appropriate or not, and that's why we have them. But it also gets released if it's a celebrity. And then you've got some tragedy that everybody gets to peer in on only because it's a celebrity. In any other yeah. in any other instance, the whole country wouldn't be listening to, you know, people in the worst moments of their lives having discussions. And I, I don't know that we need that. We're not, I guess my point is we're not paying attention to it. If it weren't Alec Baldwin, we wouldn't be paying attention to it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's clearly true. I think the answer and isn't the uh, body cam footage the 30 clip 30. That's the one anyway. that, that, that Hanson said was no good. So, <laughs> Oh, never mind then. Uh, I think the answer to that was, well, freedom the Freedom of Information Act and uh, FOIA requests, it, they, they have to apply broadly. And if you think it was kind of a poor motivation for making, for filing the request, yeah, you're, you're right. But that doesn't mean the government's going to turn it down. I don't want them to have the right to turn it down. So the video released by the Santa Fe Sheriff's Office yesterday afternoon and a whole bunch of other stuff uh, had this. A responding deputy shows up after, you know, somebody called 911 and all that. My understanding is you were in the room when the lady, a responding deputy, said to Baldwin in the clip before trailing off. I was I was the one holding the gun. Yeah, Baldwin replied. What do you need? In a gruff tone, it says here. Um, the deputy told Baldwin to sit tight and not to speak to anyone else as they work to secure the scene and take statements from the witnesses. A few minutes later, the actor is shown sitting with a few crew members and asking one of them for a cigarette. What do you got? Baldwin asks the crew. Marlboro, meet him. I'll take it, Baldwin says. My hands are shaking. I'll take anything. So he turned to tobacco to calm his nerves. <laughs> um, uh, so a, a lot was made yesterday in various circles about the gruff tone and making him seem like he was not um, uh, cooperating and that sort of stuff. I don't know. That just gets into the, like I said before, the politics of it. Like Alec Baldwin played Trump in a way you didn't like, so you want him to end up being a murderer. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not into that story part of it at all. Yeah, well, he's an obnoxious progressive in general. But yeah, uh, no, I just, I, okay, if you are into that stuff, go ahead. I watch baseball on TV. Some people find it boring. So you do your thing, I'll do mine. But the how if you were making a if you were in a play and supposed to shoot a fake gun and it went off and killed somebody, how do you suppose you would react as you sat there and talked to the cops? I have no idea what would be going through my mind. Holy freaking crap. Yeah, no kidding. What a horrifying situation for everybody involved and obviously mostly horrifying for the person who died and their family. Yeah, yeah. Now, I can believe that a giant movie star who's been treated a certain way for the past 40 years of his life... Alex Baldwin. ...is not used to anybody ordering him around or challenging him in any way on anything. That that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, sure, sure. But if it were Billy Baldwin or perhaps even Daniel Baldwin, nobody would be paying any attention to it at all. So, I don't know. No, Daniel Baldwin could go on a shooting spree and it would barely make the news. 